What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Pixel Splitters, your absolute favorite podcast of movie news, TV news, entertainment news, and occasionally lists. Occasionally, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're in one of those uh, those classic megapixels episodes that you love even more than our regular megapixel. That you love even more than our <laughs> than our regular uh, shows. This week, this is something that we kind of just decided to do. Last week, we had talked about um, TV a little bit and IP and TV, and we were kind of like, it'd be interesting to do a top five most anticipated TV shows of 2022 because those don't get nearly the rep that uh, the other ones do. So that's what we're doing. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, we're kicking right into it. We're going to do our top five TV shows of 2022 that are coming can be new seasons of shows we've already seen can be new series um i think the only rule we really put in place was things that haven't come out yet yeah Mm -hmm. um it being you know the beginning of february now there's been a few weeks of content coming out um yeah quite a couple shows have premiered and seasons have premiered over the past two months too so it was yeah yeah (laughs) it's a whole thing well and i was there were a couple when i was going through this list that i was like Okay, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to that. I feel like I'm excited for that. And then I look, yeah. and it came out two weeks ago, and I was right. like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I should um, check out Euphoria. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's start out. Let's uh, start with some content here, though. Josh, what do you got this week for content that you've been consuming? Yeah, so uh, my first piece of content that I'm going to tell you guys about is a short film that I watched uh, that goes by the name of The Back Rooms, which uh, just kind of came out of nowhere, I believe. I saw it on um, one of those blog websites who was touting this as being something really interesting to watch. And one of the most intriguing parts of this is the fact that it's created and filmed and edited by a 16-year-old kid. So... Ooh. Already, you you, you got to go in with that in mind, and it straight up blew me away. It's it's in the style of found footage, where basically it starts with a group of kids trying to make a uh, a, a film, and then one mm-hmm. of them gets transported into I guess what this is calling the back rooms, and it's just this really eerie kind of office space. I'm not going to give too much away because everyone should go watch. It's about ten minutes long. It is so stupidly well done. Like this could have been if anyone's a fan of, of like the VHS series or like Grave Encounters or yeah. not necessarily Paranormal Activity, but any of those really handheld found footage movies. This does that perfectly. Um, it's got really really interesting imagery. Apparently, the kid also does all of his own VFX work too. So that also is Ooh. is all built into this. It's shot either on some kind of like older tape camcorder or something or it's made to look like that either way Mm -hmm. it's it's really really cool and i'm looking forward to seeing what this kid does in the future because he's got a bright future if this is something that he came up with and shot and and did it's really really cool and really really well done very trippy and unnerving too so it's one of those things where uh, where can one view such a thing I just watched it on YouTube. I'm sure it might be on like Vimeo and stuff like that. But if you just type in the back room, sure. a lot of people are talking about it right now. So you can just find it there. Um, nice. And my second piece of content that I consumed this week was I went and I saw Jackass Forever uh, on hmm. Saturday. And yeah. as we were talking about a little before the pod, it's it was exactly what I was looking for from a Jackass movie. I don't think they can <laughs> do one not in the style of Jackass. It's just it's the same thing over and over again. But... Obviously, we're missing a couple core members here. Obviously, Ryan Dunn yeah. is no longer in it. 
uh, because he passed away a few years ago, and Bam is yeah. not in it either. So they've indoctrinated a couple newcomers: Jasper Dolphin from Odd Future, Rachel Wolfson, who is a really funny stand-up comedian, and some dude whose name is Poopies, who uh, apparently <laughs> is like a. I think he's in the action sports world. I don't know how All or right. or where, but he's he's part of that. And I'll, all I have to say about it is, if you love Jackass, you're gonna love this movie. If you hate Jackass, you are gonna absolutely want to tear your eyes out at this movie. So it's it's take that as you will and i would say it's worth watching in a movie theater for the crowd and for the experience it's it's really fun it's a it's a fun time um, do you think uh this new generation is going to pick up the ball and we're going to get more jackass moving forward i it kind of felt like that was what was coming, but I just don't think they can do that. Cause like, if you don't have Johnny yeah. Knoxville, like it's not jackass, like it's just not. And there's yeah. no chance he's coming back after this. There's just no way he's doing another movie in 10 years. Like when he's 60, like I just, yeah. I would, I wouldn't feel good watching a 60 year old man get run over by a bull. So, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. Um, so, nice. so yeah, yeah, those are my two pieces of uh, content this week. And, uh, what do you got? What do you got this week, Willis? Uh, so mine, I have a couple here. The first one is a movie I watched just uh, browsing through Netflix, looking for something to watch, Ooh. called uh, croupier, which is a British term for uh, like a dealer at a casino. Oh. It stars Clive Owen in like long, long ago, Clive Owen. It's from 1998. Oh, and shit. It's... it's really good it's like a neo-noir kind of thing it's like got that like classic detective kind of vibe except he's a you know a blackjack dealer um, okay and it's it's cool it's a nice quick 90 minutes like i was like yeah i could i could do this and it's it's really good um okay. it's really weird to see young young clive owen like it's this is long before like children to men or um closer or anything like that um, yep yep so, oh, okay. I'm looking worth, at it right uh, now. Worth taking a look. Yeah. All right. Adding it's it to a, my watch it's list. a really weird. Um, <laughs> don't judge it by the first 10 minutes because like going ah. into it, I was like, oh, no, the writing in this is terrible. Oh, it's like there's a little bit of camp to it. But the, after a while, it finds it's like once you realize it's kind of a neo-noir kind of thing, it's like, oh, OK, it's going for a vibe here. It's okay. not just like shitty writing. It's not just bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. OK. Um, Hell yeah. And the other piece of content I want to talk about is a trailer that came out last week, or it might have been two weeks ago now, but I just saw it uh, for uh, Pinocchio, mm. a true story. Yes. Not not the Guillermo del Toro one. Oh. Oh, no. There is another one <laughs> that looks like the biggest piece of trash I've ever ever seen him so pinocchio is voiced by Polly shore um who seems to have never acted before i don't know if he's going for something in it where it's like uh he's trying to be more stiff and wooden in his performance but it's it's just it looks so bad it looks like I, I tried to look at it of like, okay, this is a kid's movie. Is this going to be appealing to kids? It looks sure. bad even if you look at it from that angle. And that oh, is, go watch the trailer. It's called Pinocchio, A True Story, which like, Pinocchio, not a true story. True. Um, <laughs> true. And like, it doesn't even lean into like a realism kind of thing where it's like, oh yeah, this could be true. It's like, there's talking foxes. like Right. And it's you know, animated, it's, right? 
Yeah, and it's animated. Um, also stars John uh, um, Hater. Um, oh, Napoleon the guy Dynamite. from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Heater, maybe. Um, yeah. Heater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tom Kenny, who like is like an incredible voice actor. Legend. Um, yeah. The, uh, oh, no, just this just looks so <laughs> so bad. Especially since we just saw the 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 little tiny snippet teaser for Guillermo del Toro's uh, yeah. <laughs> Pinocchio, and I'm like, dude. Yeah, I'm oh. like, if you're talking like, um, yeah, if you're talking about the competition of two Pinocchios, it's like, what <laughs> oh, Jesus? Absolutely crazy. Well, I have um, to check that trailer out because I'm very very intrigued. I'm just like, it's oh man. Um, all right, anyway. <laughs> Those are my uh, those are my two pieces of content, um, and let us get into this megapixels episode. Let's do it. So, as I said at the top, we're doing our top five most anticipated TV shows of 2022. Um, but yeah, so you know, like we said, this was an interesting exercise in terms of like. Things that are new, things that are returning. Mm-hmm. And weirdly, I feel like it's just like I have a different taste in TV than I do in movies. Um, yeah. Because there are things here that if they were a movie, I would be jacked about. And there are things here that I am so jacked about and wouldn't care if it was a movie. Totally. If that makes sense. Oh, it does. And I think like it's interesting because with TV, I mean, largely you're dealing with a really wide scope in terms of what's going to happen but it's palatable yeah. little tiny chunks where it's like okay 20 to 40 minutes obviously some can be an hour but you're you're, you're dealing with it in uh, yeah. minute portions whereas and you're not getting the full thing whereas a movie is like yeah you got to sit down for two and a half three hours sometimes and if it's not yeah. good you know that's a painful three and a half hour or three hours so <laughs> yeah. yeah um so we're gonna start out we're gonna do two runners up just mm-hmm. like ones that didn't quite make the list, uh, and then we'll go into our top five. So, Josh, do you want to start us off with your first runner-up? And I don't think do we we usually don't do these in any kind of numerical no, it, order. These are in just order, the two no. runners up. Yeah, just yeah. the two runners up because I don't know where these rank amongst each other. But yeah, I'll start it off here. So, one of my two runners up uh, is a show that is going to be premiering on Hulu on March seventeenth, and it's called Welcome to Flatch, which is a comedy show. Uh, produced by Paul Feig, who did the Bridesmaids movies, which is are, yeah. you know hilarious and widely successful, and basically is shot in the style of like The Office. It's like a mockumentary kind of cringe humor style show, which I'm always partial to. They haven't really done me wrong hmm. yet. Um, stars Sean William Scott as a pastor, which I didn't know I needed in my life, but yeah. that's something that I'm very very much uh, looking forward to. And it kind of looks like a mix of Parks and Rec. And Letterkenny, if anybody's seen that, it's just sure. very awkward, but it seems like it's going to be one of those shows that's heartwarming and that it's built around the characters. It's very much a character-driven show, it seems like, which I'm always into, especially if the characters are well-made. And this is one that could be great. I'm hoping it is. Could be really, really stupid, but yeah. I don't know. I, I have faith in everyone that's involved. And, you know, the other thing is Lust for Life is playing throughout the first minute of the trailer. So I'm like, you got me already. Let's go. <laughs> All right, Let's there go you right go. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I didn't even explain really what the show was about. It's basically a documentary crew following around a couple people around this town of Flatch where nothing really happens. And 
chaos ensues, much like everything else nice. in that vein. So yeah, that is my where's first. It, where's it coming to? It seems to be premiering on Hulu. Uh, Hulu, you said that, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm sure it's, it might be an FX type of thing, but I'm not sure. Sure. Um, so yeah, that's my first runner up there. And uh, what's yours, Willis? My first runner up, uh, and this, I feel like I want to boast about this, but also like kind of not. This is the only one I have that's a show that's returning uh, on Ooh. my whole list. Ooh. Which I was surprised. I mean, I do have several on my like, you know, big list here of, oh yeah, like reoccurring things. But this sure. is um, a show coming back to Hulu called The Orville. Dude, yes. The Orville New Horizons is it's being sort of rebranded. Um, Seth MacFarlane's Star Trek ripoff, basically. Um, yeah. It's the um, galaxy quest of Star Trek TV shows. It's like... Kind of almost better than the like the actual one. It's yeah. incredibly done, incredibly written. Um, and it hasn't been on since like 2019, I think, because they were shooting the third season and got waylaid by COVID. Yeah. Um, I think a couple times, but they finally wrapped it all up. Uh, and it's coming back on June 2nd. Okay. Um, yeah. okay. Coming to Hulu. It's an interesting thing because this is a Fox property Mm -hmm. that is now owned by Disney. Right. Because Disney bought Fox. So it's like the first we'll see what kind of if there's any kind of shift in vibe going on from from that acquisition. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like you can't not love Seth MacFarlane. You know, say what you will about Family Guy and all that kind of stuff. But like the dude has a comedic ability that uh is pretty yeah. amazing so it's absolutely so that incredible. is my my first runner up uh i'm super <laughs> excited that was one of the one that i was like well this has to be on the list somewhere yeah um but it's so. a shockingly good show like when i started yeah. it i was like this could really be bad and then i'm like no it's, it has it's just, no business being as good as it is. yeah it's a quality show man and like yeah. i don't know what i expected from seth mcfarland he's a he's good at this stuff yeah but, um good yeah that's a good one <laughs> so uh, what is your second runner up, Josh? Uh, my second runner up is a show that, again, didn't know was coming, had never heard of it before, and it goes by the name of Gaslit. Uh, and it premieres on April 24th on Stars, which we'll see if I watch this or not. I don't have Stars, so we'll, you know, it's one of those things. Sure. But it's created by Robbie Pickering based off of uh, Slow Burn by Leon uh, Nafka, I believe, mm. and basically stars Julia Roberts. Uh, Sean Penn, Dan Stevens, Shea Wiggum. The series focuses on the Watergate scandal and specifically several of like the kind of untold truths and stories coming from people that were like directly under Nixon. So it's like coming from the source and a lot of that stuff. It looks incredibly well made. Julie Roberts looks absolutely astonishing in this. And also Shea Wiggum. I'm like, damn, dude, you look really, really promising in this. And he's good in everything, but this is like kind of a turn for him. And the show centers around Martha Mitchell uh, and basically, uh, yeah, who's the wife of Nixon's like attorney general. And yeah. it's going to be really mixed up in drama and a lot of scandal and personal business and lots of the political side of things that I'm not usually all that interested in. But this looks so well made that it might just drag me over and be like, no, you, you got to watch this. I'm sure it's going to be like a miniseries, nice. yeah. nine, eight, nine episodes, something like that. So you should be able to bang it out pretty quick. But it looks 
really, really riveting. And the the tone is kind of I'm not sure exactly where it's standing yet, but yeah. I'm sure it's just gonna be it's gonna be like not necessarily House of Cards style, a little bit more I don't wanna say deeper, but just more like chaotic, it looks like, where, you know, something yeah. in the in the vein of like say Spencer or something like that. Um yeah. But it, it, it looks incredibly real and really, really heavy, and I might get stars for this. I don't know. Another Ooh, another streaming service. Enough to that pull you in, huh? Maybe, man. It depends on what the what the uh, you know the reviews have to say about it when it comes out. Because if it's not worth it, it's not worth it. Yeah. But to me, it looks really, really good. And yeah, again, that was on Stars, April twenty fourth. And yeah, that's my uh, second runner up. What do you have for your second runner up, Willis? My second runner up uh, is probably one of the bigger properties that's coming out uh this this coming year and that is She-Hulk. <clears throat> I was very torn uh between Moon Knight and She-Hulk and I I think She-Hulk kind of edges it out for me. I feel like Moon Knight looks really good but She-Hulk seems like it has that more a little more bizarre potential mm-hmm. a la like WandaVision and uh Loki whereas totally. I feel like Moon Knight's going to be a little more in the um you know, like Hawkeye and, and the other two, the Hawkeye and uh, Falcon and the Winter Falcon. Soldier. Falcon. I was like, what the hell was the other one? Yeah. I was like, Hawk? No, it's not another bird, but it is another bird. <laughs> it is. A little um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, wow. She-Hulk starring Tatiana Maslany as Jennifer Walters, attorney at law. Mm-hmm. The Hulk is a lawyer. I don't know. Also good. Like Mark <laughs> Ruffalo's in it. Tim Roth is going to be in it. So yep. it's like heavily tied into the actual MCU. But uh hmm it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty great. I'm excited. I love love her, love Tatiana, and mm-hmm. um, she's of uh, Orphan Black fame. Yep, which is a great show. So, uh, yeah, that's my second runner up. I mean, you know, I don't think we'll ever do one of these lists where I don't have some kind of Marvel property involved. So, I mean, as long as they're pumping them out, yeah, you gotta have one. I'm gonna you keep know? watching. Yeah. <laughs> I and like I'm yeah. I was gonna say, and She Hulk definitely has a bigger fan base built in than moon Knight does so i feel like yeah. they might be putting a little more they're gonna have a lot of tie-ins and a little bit more effort going towards not not fan service but making sure that people like really get excited yeah. about this like i don't know well, anything and, about moon Knight. <laughs> yeah yeah and i feel like uh she hulk has the potential to grow into a much bigger role on the uh in the mcu as a whole so 100 percent, definitely all right cool let's get into the the real numbers here. Um, yeah. Do you want to go first? See, last time we did this, I was like, oh, there's math, and I don't remember what it was. Um, I'll go first okay. for five. I'll do my five, then you do your five, then you do your four, then I'll do my four. Four, then three. Three. Th- yeah. Gotcha. Okay. 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 Works All for right. Me. So my number five is a show that I just saw a trailer for the other day called The Last Days of Tolmy Gray, mm. uh, which is a Samuel L. Jackson series where he plays an old man, mm-hmm. as he is, uh, who is losing his memory and gets like an experimental new drug to sort of return his his memory. Um, it's got a very, uh, I don't know if you ever saw Flowers for Algernon. Yeah kind of vibe where it's like it seems like it's going to be this thing that he gets his mind and then it kind of fades away and that you know I don't know I'm just like it looks really really good Sam Jackson is executive producing it like like it's so intriguing just to like 
what his performance is going to be, but also like the story surrounding it seems really engaging. And it's yeah. like one of those, it's going to be a, you know, quick eight episode series. Um, it's coming to Apple plus, mm-hmm. uh, and it's coming, coming soon. It's March 11th. Mm. Okay. Uh, and it looks absolutely stunning too. Like, yeah. One of like those the, that the I the couldn't believe it, it was a TV show. I was like, wow, <laughs> this is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. It seems, <laughs> well, it's like, that's one of those ones that I'm like, it's, this felt like a movie trailer. Yeah. When we were watching it, I was like, I thought it was. Like, I was like, <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, oh, series. Oh. Yeah. Like, that's so much more interesting because that's such a wider, like, you can get so much deeper into, like, what's going on with this character and, like, how his condition affects those around him, but also, like, how it, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I'm, I'm yeah. digging it. Yeah. And it's interesting because there's some, I've, I've, not to go off on too much of a tangent here, but I've heard, like, the new Pam and Tommy show that's out. I've heard that mm-hmm. that's sh- may might have worked better as a movie, and there's this weird line that creators have to to yeah. walk now, where it's like, do we stretch this into an eight episode miniseries or do we do a movie? Like, and in some yeah. ways, it's like there are some that have would have been better better the other way, yeah. And it's a really interesting state of affairs. Everything it's is a in toss right up, <laughs> and I feel like nobody's got a really good metric on what works and what doesn't. Yeah, no, no. Definitely so. not. It's and we're gonna keep on. We're gonna keep on figuring it out yeah. with them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. all right. Um. So I guess we'll go into my five here. Yes. What is your number five? So my number five is a show. Uh, yet again, had no clue that this was was coming down the pipe here, and it's it goes by the name of From F R O M. Um, that's premiering on stars again. I think I have to get stars. Um, <laughs> <laughs> premieres February 20th. So we're, we're coming up right on it. It's created by John Griffin and produced by the Russo bros, which is they're really? hit or miss. Like they, they either do really, really good work or really like mediocre work. But this one seems to be kind I'm hoping to be on the, on the upper echelon of what they do. Basically, sure. this uh, series centers around a town that basically traps its like residents there for one reason mm-hmm. or another. The trailer starts out, and this family is kind of trucking it across country. They make it to this town. They're like, "Okay, can we get directions?" The the you know one of the town's people points them in the direction, and they keep ending up back in that loop. It feels very much like a Stephen King yeah. type of thing, which I'm always into. It looks like it's going to be not necessarily like a Black Mirror type of thing, mm-hmm. more of like a, oh man, I don't even know, I don't even know how to describe it. I guess like the like um the the stand, like I don't know if you watch that or like the Dark Tower, any of like the Stephen King adaptations sure. that became mini mini series. It feels like that. Um, it looks like it's going to be incredibly dark. It's going to deal with potentially supernatural or monsters in some kind of you know, mm. uh, vein, which I'm all about. It looks like they're not going to pull any punches either. It looks scary. It looks violent. It looks like it's beautifully shot. The soundtrack, if the trailer is any indication is going to be really, really well done yeah. as well. Um, but it's, it's one of those things. It's like the tone, the genre, the style, it's like directly pointed at me. It's like, this is what yeah. you want to watch <laughs> right now. And I'm like, okay, you know, you know, pull my, pull my hand here. Let, yeah. Let's do this. Twist my arm. Um, exactly. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's good. I think this is going to be yeah, a really contained mini series, which a lot of these seem to be like, but I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. It's, yeah, this it looks cool. Like I hadn't even time. heard of this one. This one, even when I was doing research, didn't like come across my my 
thing here. And it's coming out in like two weeks. I know. I'm like, that's crazy. If we didn't do this episode, I would never know that the show was coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. And yeah, was, so, it's funny because I was like sitting here reading the uh, like the listening to you give the little thing here. I'm like, man, it kind of sounds like it's like lost. And I don't know if that's just because I'm looking at like the IMDb and it's a big old picture of uh, Harold uh, Piranu. <laughs> Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Michael from Lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's like yeah, produced it, by the producers of Lost 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is actually just a Lost reboot. You heard it here first. Um. You know what? Let's do it. It's not a It's not a plane. It's a bus, and it's fine, you know? <laughs> That'd be fucking um, hilarious, and he's like just plays the same character. You couldn't do it. If they did rebooted Lost, that would make no sense at all. <laughs> oh, my God. This would be the way they do it, though. This has classic J.J. Uh, yeah. Abrams like tease all over. He'd be like, oh, yeah, here's a show you never heard of that's coming to, it was it yeah. Epics, you said? Uh, Stars. Stars, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. One word name, you know, keeping yeah. it, keeping it From simple. Lost, yeah. <laughs> um, monsters are involved, you know, the whole, yeah. the whole nine. So, um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. It seems like it'll be an that, easy yeah. watch. Yeah, just you know, and yeah. So that's my number five. Uh, let's go right cool. on to my number four, I guess. Here, yeah. What do you got? Which is another. Uh, both of these are serious premieres, like brand new, and this is a a, a series that goes by the name of Severance. Which again, yes. I I think I had heard of this. I I didn't know mm-hmm. much about it though. That was the thing. Um, this premieres February eighteenth. So really, we're we're I'm gonna have a lot of stuff on my plate. Really, really. Yeah, soon like here. nothing we've said, <laughs> nothing we've said thus far, except maybe for She Hulk is like yeah. past June. Yeah, it's just like or okay. not even June, past March. Like March, yeah. So um, yeah, and this is another Apple TV Plus, which is cool. They're they're really mm-hmm. getting some interesting stuff on there. Uh, created by Dan Erickson and directed by uh, Ben Stiller. Like a lot of the episodes are directed by Ben Stiller, which I enjoy his direction most of the time. He does some really yeah. in, like odd movies, but he goes for it, which I, I really appreciate. And this yeah. show seems to be centering on a, around a man portrayed by Adam Scott, uh, who volunteers yeah. to basically undergo this procedure that separates someone's brain or someone's memories from work memories and home memories so you don't really yeah. have a, a correlation there so once you're at home you don't re- recall anything from work and, and vice versa it's yeah. definitely going to be black mirror-esque and i know i keep saying yeah. that but that's the stuff that i'm into <laughs> it I has don't, that vibe for sure exactly but i don't know what the tone necessarily is going to be because there's some instances where i'm like that's kind of funny like it, it, they might be you know taking a little joke here and there yeah. But it gives you that really uneasy feeling of like this kind of yeah. unnerving feeling that something's going to go wrong. And obviously, as the trailer ramps up, you see that, yes, things are starting to go awry. We're not sure exactly what happens yet. Um, but I love this stuff. It also seems to be yeah. kind of in the same vein. I don't know if you watched Maniac, that Emma Stone, Jonah Hill sure. joint. Mm-hmm. Seems to be like that. That show kind of fell off at the end. But uh <laughs> I love this stuff, man. Like I brought up Possessor a couple weeks ago on the pod where it's it's anytime people are messing with their brain and their memories, like that stuff is really interesting to me. Yeah. And when it's done by people who care and want to make something really interesting, I'm I'm down for it. It's it's definitely going to be one of those like quiet, eerie shows that like just just from the frames you see, it makes me feel a certain way. And I'm like, that's let's go. I'm, yeah. I'm down for this, you know? Yeah. It's weird. Like. I, I, I don't know how to like describe this, but like, or why I would describe this this way, but it feels like an Apple plus show. Yeah. 
which I don't know why I think that. Like, I don't because I don't like I think I've only watched one or two Apple Plus shows. And I'm like, sure, I, I don't think they have that many to be able to define like a look. Right, right. But I'm like, this feels like an Apple Plus show. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm super I'm super excited for this one, too. I like another one that like is very uh, could be a movie esque. Totally. Totally. And uh, and Adam Scott being in this kind of um, oh, John Turturro is in it as well. A bunch of people. Yeah, are in and this. Christopher Walken, too. Yeah. Walken's in it. Yeah. Patricia Arquette, like a, a ton of people. And it's it, it's going to be like an introspective kind of show, which I'm into. And it's going to make you kind of take a hard look at society in a different way which i always yeah. enjoy and i'm glad that it's going to be spanning an entire season and not just one episode of like black mirror say and it's going to really <laughs> yeah, dive yeah, in yeah. deep to what this is what the implications of this are and you know what really would be going on in a situation like this so um so yeah i'm, I'm into this don't know if it's going to be a mini series or not i probably will be but uh but yeah february 18th apple tv plus everybody yes um it's good it w- what do you got for your number four here, Willis? My number four, like, had to be on my list. I've said that for, like, all of these at this point. But is, <laughs> my number four is Lord of the Rings, the Amazon show that's coming in mm-hmm. September. This one's a long way out, but this one yeah. we've known about for a long time now. And it's one of those that I'm, like, I don't know how actually excited I am about this. Mm-hmm. Because I, I we talked last week on the pod that part of me is just, like, yeah, this could be problematic this could be problematic for the lord of the rings realm and like fan base that i love so much like this could be i I don't know i have hope i don't know how much it's going to be just a money grab i don't know how much it's going to be like a um like an ununique like witcher game of thrones etc kind of like a carbon copy type of thing situation Yeah. yeah so it's based off of the time when the rings of power were forged it's called lord of the rings rings of power which takes place long long before any of the story in um like lord of the rings the, the properly mm-hmm. um but like it is like that's a well documented like there is story there there yeah. is lore that's built um in around that space so I'm on board. I'm excited. I couldn't like like that has just a built in fan base to me that like puts it above like a lot of other stuff that I think I would just, you know, would be cool. But I'm like, yeah, yeah. I can't not have Lord of the Rings on my on my list because it's Lord of the Rings. Um, I'm totally. showing up. Yeah. So. You think this is going to be more than just one season? Because they put like, a, I think, what did we say? A billion dollars into this? Yeah, it's I, like I think million? this is going to go. <laughs> This is either going to run for 10 years or be one and done. Like, right. I, you know, like if it doesn't do gangbusters. Yeah. They're going to they're going to. Well, I don't know. I only like I don't know if they can just ditch it for the money that's like. But it's Amazon. Yeah. So it's like they got the cash. It, it's like Apple where they can kind of afford to like have a stinker and like have yeah. thrown a billion dollars away. But like that's the thing that I, I think of other Amazon Prime shows, and it's like mm. this is their Game of Thrones. True, you know what I mean. This is their like here's the huge cultural impact. Like they're betting on it being the same kind of cultural impact that like the original Lord of the Rings trilogy had on like everything. Mm. Um, 
they're like betting on this being the thing that's going to bring people to Amazon Prime Video. Right. You know what I mean? And like they have plenty of shows, you know, like they have like The Expanse and they have um, Reacher. Yep. I guess just came out. Um, yeah. Jack Ryan. Mm hmm. Had that wonderful moment where I was like, oh, Jack Ryan and Jack Reach are two entire yeah, different characters. I can't believe that's even possible um, either. Like, <laughs> Yeah, those are two shows, dear listener. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it, like, it's their, you know, like, you can name a few Amazon shows if you think about it. Whereas, like, we could sit here and name 10 different HBO shows probably. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's what they're aiming for is, like, they really want to compete with uh, Amazon. No, they are HBO. Amazon. They really want to compete with HBO. Yeah, which makes I get that it's HBO. You know, they they only throw fucking heaters out every time, so it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I was amazed doing research for this. How many of these shows that are coming out this year are HBO shows that yeah. look awesome? But yeah, I mean, and they have a reputation to to uphold too. So it's like yeah, yeah. They're not just um, picking so, up anything. Yeah, that's my number four. Lord of the Rings. Nice. Not a lot. Like, there's not a lot out about it yet. Which is kind of like we got that little snippet teaser, which was. Yeah. Nothing kind, pretty much. Kind like, of. It, yeah. It was like, oh, yeah, the rings, like the thing that everybody knows. Um, right. But like, it's bizarre. Like, no huge stars to my knowledge that are in it. Nope. Like, a couple names that you'll know, but. Like, it's going to be. It's going to be weird. It is. And um, I wonder is, is, I haven't looked into this at all, but is, is Peter Jackson at all involved? Like, is he EPing any of this or? I don't believe so. I mean, he might be just like a producer credit on it, like, because whatever. But sure. from what I've seen, he's not really involved. Um, mm. He's not like a director or a writer or anything like that. Right. So I don't know. Very interesting. Oh my god! This is, yeah. regardless of what happens, this is going to be a massive. It's show. going to be everywhere. Yeah, it's going to be huge, and it's kind of weird that they're not doing a, ma a crazy marketing push right now. Well, maybe uh, it's it's early. I mean, like if you talk about like the fact that we have a release date for it, yep. is pretty uh, impressive given that it's six months, eight months away. That's um, true. Yeah. So. I don't know. I'm yeah. That's that's my number four. Lord of the Rings. Hell the yeah. Rings of Power. I'll say this last thing. I do have a little bit of hope for this because it can't really be fan servicey. Right. It's set like seven hundred years before anything else that you could associate with this. Right. Um we might get a nod to like Sauron. Sure. But like they can't really be like, oh, yeah. And then, like, we'll make a hint that, like, oh, yeah, that's Aragon. Like, that's right. going to be him in the corner. And you're like, right. oh, shit, Aragon's in it. You know? Yeah, they can't do um, that. They can't do that. Um, you know, we might get uh, we might get some elf overlap. Um, I was going to say, elves, elves yeah. are alive for a long time. So. Yeah. Well, and, and like, yeah, I don't think we're going to get any um, Elrond. Uh, mm hmm yeah, I don't think we'll get a, a nod to to Hugo Weaving or Kate uh, Blanchett or anything. Those are probably the only two characters that could possibly show up, but I don't. Right. You know. But who knows? Yeah, you know, who knows? 
So that's my number four. Nice. Uh, my number three. See, like this is the this is the weird thing that I'm like, I, I feel like I'm just like going along with everything. But my number three is Obi Wan. Nice. Or Kenobi, as it were. Fuck um, yeah. It's fucking Star Wars, like. Dude, yeah. You and McGregor's back, like. You and McGregor's back, and like I put this on my list, and I was like, I don't think I'm that excited for this. Like I am, but I'm mm-hmm. like, after Book of Boba, I'm kind of like, nah, okay, like, yeah, and it's on fucking Tatooine again. I know, it's easy to shoot in the desert, <laughs> or it's easy to I don't know make it sandy on the know. soundstage. <laughs> I don't know. There, yeah. Um, oh god, that sounds like a nightmare. There's some uh, shout out to some set deck out there that's just turning into an Anakin Skywalker and drowning in sand making these movies. Um, but yeah, so I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi, it's like, I really hope it's not written like Book of Boba. I really hope they like dive into it and give it like a really not fan service like style to it. Yeah. I hope they'll get away from like the Western style and like be like, hey, like let's have, you know, a uh, I don't even know what I want it to be. Like, you know what? I, I'm just kind of like, I, I'm here for an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. Right. Um, not movie, show. Interesting. I I say that and I'm like, I feel like I might like an Obi-Wan movie better than I, uh, an Obi-Wan show. I was kind of thinking that too. And not to like get all into Book of Boba or anything, but like that show feels like nobody had an idea of what they wanted to do with it. Like yeah. it seems super rushed. It seems, and I know that Kenobi has been in production far longer than Boba, so that's that's a good sign. Yeah. But if they're just churning these out on the conveyor belt, like it, it the, like Boba Fett, the show has made me really nervous for this and Ahsoka and everything to come after it because I'm like, yeah, not the strongest showing from uh, the Disney camp right now, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's it's one of those. It's like. There was something about Mandalorian and like that. This is kind of what I'm worried about of like tying too much to the the trilogies. Yeah. Of like spinoff kind of stuff like Mandalorian was a whole different world. Um, yeah. Like it was like nothing we'd seen before. And it's like, you know, you're bringing a level of baggage with you to an Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, show. Right. That like, oh, you know, most people I feel like probably didn't even know about the Mandalorian. Or what what a Mandalorian was. Totally. Um, we said in like passing so, in one movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, um, I don't know. Like, I'm intrigued by it. I love Ewan McGregor. And I think like it might be a nice thing for him to be able to do the character without like the um, the ever watchful eye of George Lucas. Yeah. You know, of like, hey, like, let's get a little bit away from the camp that he brought to the, the prequels. <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> you know, because like legend, but like the, the prequels are what they are. Um, He's good at coming up with a story. That's that's yeah. what I'll give him credit for. That's pretty much it. <laughs> I'll put it this way. Ewan McGregor as an actor is capable of way more than was asked of him in the prequels. 100%. So. Agreed. And Hayden Christensen is in this too. So I'm like. And Hayden Christensen redemption is in this, arc. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> How like I don't know how either, but the, my biggest question, I guess, is like, where the hell does this land in like the timeline? I assume it's right. post Revenge of the Sith, pre yeah. New Hope. 
It has to be. Which, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Unless we're getting Hayden Christensen just as full on Darth Vader the whole time, which I guess is completely possible. But then I'm like, I, but what? But then like, why? Why then? Why have him there like, at all then? <laughs> make a make a noise make noise about James, James Earl Jones, Jones coming yeah. back as Darth Vader, right? That makes me wonder. Now that we're like sitting here talking about it, that makes me wonder if this is going to have flashbacks and the like. If we're going to go into a previous kind of thing, which could in theory get us off of Tatooine. It's possible. It's, it would be dope if this whole thing was just him out in like the dune sea, just like meditating all day and like, and just flash flashing back on like all over like the clone wars and stuff like that. And then it comes back and he's Alec Guinness. He aged so much. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just uh deep fake Alec Guinness. Yeah. I, I mean, that's dangerous. Oh, that's very dangerous. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that they're going to have to rely on flashback a bit because I just don't think there's enough between revenge of the Sith and a new hope to make any sort of compelling story. Really? Like, I just don't think you'd have to retcon so many things. Yeah. He's just supposed to be sitting in, in the dune sea watching over Luke Skywalker. That's like, Right. His whole jam. That's exactly like he's, you know, Invader has Yoda told him to go sub- do. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Invader says, like, I haven't seen you <laughs> yeah. since yeah, last right. time. <laughs> like, so, which I guess there's a the whole thing of like when last time was. And that's a whole question of like these, what we True. talked about last week of these things, retconning things in like the original. But yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean it's 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 Obi- like I'm I'm here for it. I yeah. like I'm stoked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. want to see some more lightsaber action. That's what I really want to see. Yeah. So yeah, which yeah. will be interesting. I don't know. I I yeah, and it's it's at a completely different time period supposedly than Mandalorian and Book of Boba. So it's not like thank God. Yeah, it's not like uh, we can just be like, oh, and then he runs into the Mandalorian and like we get two episodes just about the Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we'll see young Timothy Oliphant, you know, maybe. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, or we'll get. Uh, oh, man, who played Owen Lars in the prequels? Oh, um, Joel. Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton. <laughs> like, My guy. He's just like a major. Oh. Oh, that'd be all. That would be. I would be up for that. That that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, if ever there was a character that could play you and McGregor's brother, literally. Uh, literally. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. Good stuff. Um. So let's uh, let's keep it moving here, Josh. We're up to your number three, right? Three. Yes, we're on three. So my number three is a show that uh, only has one season. This is pr- this is the season premiere, so we're coming back for this show. Uh, it's an Amazon Prime joint premiering on March 11th, and it's called Upload, which I really didn't think I was nice. going to enjoy because it dropped right around the same time as The Good Place, and both have yep. very similar premises, but but not really. Like they're they're both about the afterlife, but one's about a virtual afterlife, one's about the real afterlife. Yeah. So it's kind of dealing with different things here. This one has much more of a societal moral dilemma versus like personal moral issues. Yeah. Um, uh, it's created by Greg Daniels, obviously the legendary showrunner. Uh, look him up if you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to run through his creds right now. Yes. Um, and centers around a world where humans, once they've passed on, are given the opportunity or they're, they're, they're 
you know, next of kin are given the opportunity to upload their subconscious into like this digital virtual world where they can live out the rest of eternity or really as long as they can keep paying for it because you have to pay for this service, which is one of the really interesting things that becomes an ongoing battle throughout this whole thing. It's like, well, we're draining all of our money into this. Like, do we really want to keep doing this for them to just kind of be in this situation forever? And it's, it really, it hinges on a lot of those kind of ethical and questions. Yeah. yeah, Yes. Ethical questions that you kind of have to wrestle with, which is really interesting. Um, and it's a show that has a surprising amount of heart for something that I really didn't think was going to be yeah. all that good. It's really funny. Robbie Amell, who plays the the main guy who, you know, is is uploaded into the afterlife, is is really, really good at, at portraying this character. Uh, Andy Allo, who plays his, like, virtual assistant, basically, like his life, I don't know what they call it, but it's like a life, I don't even know, like... Yeah, Not coach, but the person who's supposed living assistant basically in the real world. Yeah, she's awesome. And the premise basically, where I don't want to spoil the whole thing for everybody, but it's about the relationship that these two people start forming, and it's really, really interesting. Like it's yeah. when it ended, I think it ended twenty nineteen or something, and I was like, okay, when's the next season? Here we are in twenty twenty two. Like, okay, the next season's yeah. coming, and I forgot about the show entirely. Um, but really well done, obviously really funny, really heartfelt, really charming. You know, it's one of those shows that you, it just kind of makes you feel good and it's it's a fun watch. It's yeah. a lot like The Good Place in that regard. Um, but it also, yeah, it deals a lot with capitalism and society in a way that's it's not like in your face, but it does make you really think about those kinds of situations. And putting yourself in the situation, like would you would you want to live your the rest of your days out in this yeah. virtual place while you're also, you're, you're, living you know family is paying an arm and a leg to keep you this way um so it's it's a really unique premise and it's really it's it's really really well done in my opinion um and i'm looking forward to season two because my god i straight up forgot about the show i was like i really loved it like season two's nowhere on the horizon now we got it and uh and yeah it's one i wouldn't say it's one of like like the prime yeah it's in like a month and it's not like one of the prime staples like on amazon prime but it is one that's worth watching i would say personally so yeah that's my number three is upload it's yeah i'd say it's worth watching it's a casual watch you know it's an easy watch it's like it's essentially a sitcom pretty much yeah yeah Um, yeah a little a little deeper it's like a sitcom in the in the way like a good place was a sitcom yeah exactly exactly it's a sitcom that makes you it makes you think a little bit which is cool. it's got yeah got a little bit more to it um yeah. cool awesome let's uh let's keep it moving let's, then. What's let's your keep number it moving two? here my number two is also a returning show that i have been waiting obviously since it ended and it's uh another prime show which i didn't mention before because i didn't want to give it away but it's the boys it premieres on june 22nd and yes. i cannot explain how much of an impact this show had on me as a viewer it's it's like giving you everything you wanted at the right time it's like superheroes are at an all-time high superhero content superhero movies but then they just take a left turn and they're like this is gonna be that but also it's gonna be fucked up like it's gonna be realistic in a way that is not just really funny, but also like quite disturbing in a lot of different ways. Like the show itself, if you haven't watched it, I mean, it's not for the faint of heart at all. The first episode will get you there in yeah. a hurry. Like the first, yep. I think, two minutes of the You'll first show. You'll know what show, it's all about like, in the pretty quick. Oh, yeah. baby, this is crazy. Um, 
this is based off of some uh, graphic novels that I definitely should probably read because I'm assuming they're really good. It stars Carl Urban as Billy Butcher, which is definitely the standout, but there's a bunch of standouts in this show. Like Anthony Starr as Homelander, like, dude. Yeah, is incredible. Dude, I, I can't even, even Elizabeth Shue as, um, I don't remember what her name is, but the 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 lady yeah. who like runs Vox or whatever, incredible. Like these are performances that are so nuanced. Like you you look at the little ticks, like you you pick up on the little tiny facial expression yeah. expressions of Homelander that are just like, oh, this guy's unhinged. Wow, like it's it's yeah. it's an incredibly well made show. Um, I believe it's EP'd by not only Dan Trachtenberg, who we've talked before about, but mm-hmm. Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg. And it has their sensibility, definitely, because there's some stuff where I'm like, yeah, they had their fingers in that episode for sure. There's no <laughs> way they didn't. Like, lots of heads are exploding and, you know, stuff is going yeah. down. Um, and I just can't wait to see what happens. Like, give me more. Just give me more of the boys. I'm down for whatever antics they get up to. And it's also like a strangely compelling story because you're like, this yeah. has real, not real world world implications, but... Like this feels like if if superheroes were real, this is one hundred percent how it would go down. Yeah. yeah, like not batting an eye. This is what would happen. Like they would they would yeah. be bad power people. corrupts and absolute <laughs> power corrupts absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let me let me ask you this question: Are you excited for the boys' diabolical? Yes, but I don't know all that much about it. I haven't looked too too much into that that's coming out yeah. really soon isn't it that's sooner yeah yeah that's march 4th i want to say okay refresh me on exactly what that is is that a movie or so it's an that? animated spinoff show mm. um oh okay that's right starring it's yeah it's it's like animated it's starring a lot of the same like anthony stars in it uh giancarlo esposito's in it um mm-hmm. but it's you know, the main character is Andy Samberg, and then it's just like a laundry list of famous actors that are in like one episode. It's basically like, oh, yeah, come be in an episode of The Boys. Um, right. You know, <laughs> Seth Rogen, Camille Nanjiani, uh, Jason Karen Isaacs, Fina, Karen Culkin, Simon Pegg, Kristen Slater, like Michael Sarah, Kevin Smith. Like it just goes on and on. Yeah. And on. Um, <laughs> looks pretty cool. I feel like it's like, not I feel like it it felt to me like a oh here's something that we can put in between to like hold your attention while more while we make more of the boys problem. Right. Um, which is possible. I, I don't know. I'm which is I'm not never, a terrible idea. It's not a bad idea. Although it's the boys is one of those things that I'm like, I don't know that you need a place saver. Like I think that this show will just yeah. carry on. Like the, the audience that this show has is fiending for another season. Like, I yeah. don't think there's anyone yeah. who's like, oh, you know, oh, oh, that show. Like, it's one it's one of those shows that I'm like, it's always been in the back of my mind. Like, when is that coming back? It's yeah. like Invincible where I'm like, I, I really want that to come well, back. <laughs> that's the thing that I'm kind of like, the boys diabolical. I was watching this. I'm like, so this is like Invincible. Invincible. Like, this feels very like, oh, Invincible did. What, what if we did the boys diabolical as, it, you know, I, I'm sure the timing doesn't line up on that, but. Sure, sure. Um, Everyone who wasn't in Invincible is probably in the boys' diabolical. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, um, cool. But yeah. So my number two is the boys. June twenty second, Amazon Prime. Yes. Let's fucking go. June twenty second. That's, that's like a lifetime from now. I know. I can't even believe it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, what? What are we? Your number two now, Willis? Uh, we're coming up to my number two, um, which 
has the potential of being the only overlap that the two of our lists have, uh, which mm. is really exciting. But my number two is Severance. Hell yeah. This came onto my radar a while ago, and I've just kind of like I definitely thought it was a movie for the long time. And I was like, wait, no, this is a show. Oh, that's so much cooler. Right. Because like <laughs> this is like the on edge, like just something's offness about this show. Yeah. Is so like intoxicating to me. I'm like, what is happening? Like, there's such a setup here that I'm like, this is going to unfold. This is going to be like the mother of all cliffhanger shows, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just going to be like, here's this little thing. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, I was saying when you were talking about it that it feels like an Apple TV show. Mm-hmm. It feels like an Alexander Payne movie. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the vibe I'm getting off of it. I, like, thought of it when we were, like, talking about the other ones. And I'm like, yeah. that's the vibe. And I'm so here for that. And I feel like it's something that, like, is going to really lend itself not only to its, like, themes, but, like, to its execution as totally. well. Totally. And it'll be cool. I'm, like, excited to see Adam Scott do something a little more. Not that he does, like, all, like, slapstick comedies and stuff, but something that seems like it's going to have a little bit more of a leading man depth kind of thing yeah you know yeah which is Um, interesting because i think he he originally was that guy like he didn't he wasn't like a comic actor at first and he and he just kind of fell into that because of like adam mckay and and he's also (laughs) fucking hilarious um but i yeah i'm just the look he gives like towards the end of the trailer yeah i'm like ooh, there's stuff behind those eyes man like you you're you're staring there's something here that i'm very intrigued about you know (laughs) And and I will love seeing uh, John Turturro and Christopher Walken as as best friends. Um, I love Christopher Walken. I will watch everything and anything Christopher Walken's in. He's a, he's a um, god. He's a lord. I mean, yeah. he's just like one of those guys that <laughs> doesn't absolutely matter. Le- absolutely legend. Yeah, um, incredible. So yeah, that's my number two. Severance. It it's it's gonna be dope. Um, yeah. And it's like in like a week and a half, two weeks. I know, dude. I'm like, what the. <laughs> Yeah, this is, it's I'm getting gonna, really psyched right now. This is great. There's so much to Well, it's it's like it's got to be something that and we'll come back in a second, but it's got to be one of those things. It's like they must just not set dates for these things until yeah. like that must be like, OK, it's done. Let's figure out when we're going to put it out. Yeah, because I'm like, there's no way that all of these amazing shows that we're saying are coming out in the next two months. Yeah. Three months, whatever. And like then there's like, oh, and then the rest of the year is just going to be like whatever. Right. This is just how far have, they've gotten. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. Like they're, that's like everything else that's going to come out the rest of the year is just still in production and they're going to, they're going to go for it. Um, yeah. I don't know if we said this already in this episode, but we're going to have to do a, uh, a second megapixels dealing with, uh, with the TV of the year. Oh my God. In yeah. like August or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we're like, so all of these shows that I'm like losing my mind about, uh, right. But Likely we could do this every two months. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it would be entirely different. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, okay, are we ready for my uh, my number one? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm very right. intrigued. I have no idea We're what this is going to be like. This is, I feel like I say this all the time when they do these top fives, but this is one that I like put down. And I was like, all right, do I want to see that more than that? No. Do I want to see that more than that? No. Mm-hmm. And it just ended up at the top. And that's um, a series that's coming out in March again uh, on HBO Max called Our Flag Means Death. I don't know if I even saw this one. Oh, it is Taika Waititi. 
oh my god, my guy's on a roll. It is Taika Waititi and Rice Darby. It's like, it's basically a pirate show. Oh, perfect. Where it's uh, Rice Darby plays a gentleman pirate who's trying to maintain his uh, civility whilst being a pirate. Stars Taika as Blackbeard. It has very, like, what we do in the shadows slash Flight of the Concords kind of vibes to it. Totally. And I'm just like, I watched this trailer for this, and I'm just like, this is going to be so good. This is going to be out of control. Just like the supporting cast looks crazy. Leslie Jones is in it. Like Hodor from uh, Game of Thrones is in it. Yep. All that's just like these pirates. It's going to be, it's going to be absolutely epic and we get to see tiger with a giant beard it's all i've ever wanted hilarious. really yeah is he did he create this or, or i see he's EPing it was a bunch created of it, yeah it was created by a guy named david jenkins um okay who doesn't have like a lot of credit he did that people of earth show mm. um which i never watched but i think i remember hearing good things about it was like uh, a while it was like 2016 or 17 okay okay yeah, I'm, I'm this, the trailer for this just, and this is the thing, the trailer for this just came out like a couple weeks ago. Right. And now it's out next month. Like it's, it's going to be so good. I'm what's, so, what's it, this it's going to, it's on HBO max. Oh, that's um, right. HBO. And I feel like it's going to be one of those things that like what we were just saying with the boys and the boys diabolical, like it's a good counter programming against what we do in the shadows, which yeah. just ended. And I'm like, Oh, if we can like, if shadows can end and then we can pick up on our flag means death and then yeah. our flag means death can end and we can come back to shadows like that. I am like, that's, I feel like there's something to that mentality going yeah. forward in like the TV world these days. Yeah, absolutely. Did you, um, did you ever watch reservation dogs at all? I've watched the first couple episodes of that. I haven't, I like, I, yeah, we fell off of it and then gotcha. haven't come back, but because I think that's a Taika uh, joint as well. I heard I yeah. heard it's oh, good. Yeah. It's hilarious. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which he seems to he has his fingers in a lot of different things right now, which is mm-hmm. so cool. I mean, it's he's he's one he's like an I, I struggle to call him like an auteur yet, but he he's getting to that point where I'm like He's yeah. He really is prolific right now. Like <laughs> Yeah, and like there's so many cool things that he's he's coming up on. So Yeah. Um, um well I have to watch the trailer for this because for some reason this completely like went over my head yeah um <laughs> but taika and pirates i'm like yeah, let's let's go i'm down here's the, here's the pitch line wealthy landover steed bonnet has a midlife crisis and decides to blow up his cushy life to become a pirate i mean yes yes it couldn't love get it. much better <laughs> love it um Jesus. all right all right let's bring it in here josh what is your number one most anticipated uh TV show of 2022 thus far. So my, yeah, my most anticipated TV show uh, thus far should come as no surprise if anyone's been listening to the show for a long time. Uh, It's season three of Atlanta. It's coming back on March 24th on FX and I believe Hulu because I think Hulu has some sort of deal right Mm -hmm. now with them going on. And I mean, this is just one of the best shows I've ever seen in my whole life. It's one of those things that I'm like, I when, when I finished watching it, I was just like, how could he have just left this? Like, how, yeah. how could he have not just done 10 more seasons of this? Not that I think it like necessarily needs 10 more seasons, 
but I could sit in this world with Donald Glover, Brian Tyree Henry, and Lakeith Stanfield and Zazie Beetz forever. Like, it just yeah. forever. It's so well made. It is so funny, but it's also real. And a lot of the shows that I have on my list, like, kind of tread that line of being real, but also having kind of like a like a light touch about it, which is cool. Um, if you don't know, this show centers around um, Donald Glover's character as Earn, who uh, is basically just a kid living in Atlanta trying to make his way. His cousin is portrayed by Brian Tyree Henry as Paperboy, an aspiring rapper, and whose best friend is Darius Lakeith Stanfield, which I swear to God, Darius is like one of the greatest characters of all time. I can't even believe that it's possible for someone to be this funny in a, in a show and be this yeah. like separated from reality in this type of way. It's, it's incredible. And Zazie beats who plays Vanessa, who is his, uh, who is Donald Glover's girlfriend. And it's basically just their life in Atlanta trying to make it. And as, as I'm not going to spoil what the, like the first two seasons are about, but it's kind of him helping Brian Tyree Henry's character try and make it as a rapper, which is both hilarious and also really, really like depressing at the same time in multiple different <laughs> yeah. ways. Um, the show is just incredibly well made. As I said, the soundtrack is one of the best I've heard on a, on a show. It's so, so good. The cinematography also is just like absolutely incredible. Like from yeah. start to finish, you're just like, Oh my God. And like, How? if you go yeah. and watch the first episode, it's a perfect meter or a perfect gauge of the tone of the show because it's yeah. funny and then it ends off being like, oh, no, there's stakes oh, to shit. this. Like, this is real, which is <laughs> yeah. just like, it's perfect. It's so, it's so unbelievably well done. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And honestly, Donald Glover, in my eyes, can do no wrong. He's one of those people who's just like prolific and like a prodigy of everything. Acting, writing. That's amazing. Yeah. like directing music music it he can't he literally can do no wrong it's it's truly incredible like he'll do this stuff he'll do community he'll also be in a ridley scott movie and then he'll also be like billboard top 10 like that's just what he yeah. does in, <laughs> in every you know four years apart you know yeah. um so yeah I, I cannot wait for the show to come back and i i don't know if this is the last season it might be it might not be the the trailer kind of seems like it's spanning this like long term kind of thing yeah. which is cool um but i i'm in no matter what happens i'm all in on this show man it's it's yeah it's one of my favorite shows it's of all so time. good it's, it's so damn good <laughs> oh man yeah. i mean yeah I, I have nothing to add it's like yeah <laughs> it's so good it's like a it's um, almost a perfect tv show like it's truly <laughs> yeah it i don't know how donald glover does it like it's it's, he's like a he's like an actual his genius. Instinct like, <laughs> on all of this stuff is just like so spot on and like yeah, it's it's incredible. Like how? Um, how is that possible? It's just leave some for the rest of us, guys. And like, like it ha and like it has been since like like even yeah. like you watch community, I'm like he's brilliant. Like it's like yeah. you can see it from the beginning. Ah, it's, it's and amazing. he leaves community to do Atlanta, leaves Atlanta yeah, yeah. to do music, <laughs> and now he's back and I'm like, "Oh my god." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Can I just be you, my guy, for real? Um, Seriously. So there it is. It's my number one. Do we want to roll through there we one go. more time just to let people know? Sure. Um, you want to go first? You want to? Sure. So my runners up were the Orville New Horizons and She-Hulk. Uh, Orville New Horizons coming to Hulu uh, in June. She-Hulk coming to Disney Plus sometime this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number five was The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray, uh, which is an Apple TV coming out on March 11th. 
My number four was Lord of the Rings, which is an Amazon show coming out on September 2nd. Uh, my number three was Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's just Kenobi, right? It's not Obi-Wan. It's just Kenobi. I think it's just Kenobi, yeah. I don't yeah. they go back and forth, you know. <laughs> it's either one would be a cool name for a TV show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Obi-Wan, also a Disney Plus show coming date unknown, but coming in 2022. Mm-hmm. My number two is Severance, which is Apple TV and comes out in just a couple weeks on mm-hmm. February 18th. And my number one is Our Flag Means Death, which is an yes. HBO Max show coming out at the end of March. And there Hell we go. Yes. Josh, run us through your list there. All right. So my first runner up is Welcome to Flatch, a Hulu show, which is premiering on March 17th. Uh, my second runner up is a show called Gaslit that will be on Stars April 24th. My number five is a show called From which is also premiering on Stars uh, February 20th. Then I have Severance as well, which, like we said, February 18th, Apple TV+. Plus. My number three is Upload coming to Amazon Prime or coming back to Amazon Prime on March 11th. Then we have The Boys, also Prime, on June 22nd. And my number one show is Atlanta coming back to Hulu on March 24th. March is going to be, I mean, realistically, yeah. February. the rest of February and March are going to be insanity so <laughs> it's one of those like how do we find time to see all the movies that we want to see dude i i already can't do that now you're like, adding these shows yeah. like <laughs> yeah it's an interesting question of how much of these are going to be bingeable and how much of these are not yeah true like i feel like a lot of them there's like a thing going around where it's like i got one i can do mm-hmm. one of these shows before i have to breathe for a right. hot minute there uh right and if the whole show premieres at once, like Netflix does, or if they're doing it week by week, yeah. like it's it's hard to tell right yeah. now. Like it's um wow, very odd. It's what a time, man. Mm-hmm. It's we it's it's wild. <laughs> well, and it's like especially like especially with some of the ones you said, it's like these are shows that have been on for like a long time now. You know, I mean Atlanta is yeah. like weird because it's like, you know, three seasons over what, like Seven, eight years. Seven, eight years. Like when yeah. was the first season of Atlanta? I think twenty fifteen, maybe twenty sixteen. Yeah. Whenever so community seven like twenty sixteen. Yeah. yeah. So that's like a you know you've got a fan base in there that's been a fan base for this for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they've been waiting. So. Yeah. Lots of stuff to look we'll forward to, to. We'll have to talk TV a little bit more on this podcast, I feel like. I feel like it's like, <laughs> I say a lot about what's going on in the movie industry and like yeah. switches to streaming and things like that. I'm like, there's some interesting stuff going on with the TV industry as well. Um, it's true. It's true. So. Shaking it up a little bit. All um, right. So let's, uh, let's close it out here real quick. Let's just knock out a couple small uh, recommendations. Yeah. No big surprise what the theme is this year. Year. I always do that. What the theme is this week. We're just going to give me a, give me a TV show that you like, Josh, give me a recommendation. I will absolutely do that. So my recommendation is a really, really weird one. It's three seasons that are spread out over like five to six years. And it's a show that's called the increasingly poor decisions of Todd Margaret, um, which Mm. is a British American black comedy uh, starring David Cross, Will Arnett. Uh, David Cross is starts as a temp at this company, this marketing agency, and gets quickly promoted through no like Fine. doing of his own to like like head marketer of this energy drink that he now has to market and sell in the United Kingdom, and he gets shipped over there. 
and it is so weird. It is so funny if you love dry British humor. And the third season just... Like, the first two seasons are pretty cut and dry. The third season takes it to, like, what is this show even going on? Like, what is going yeah. on here right now? Incredibly well done. Really funny cameos from, like, Spike Jones is in it for as, like, a kind <laughs> of big character for part of it. And, like, he's so weird. It's incredible. Amber Tamlin is in it. Sharon Horgan, which is also her character, is absolutely incredible. If you make it all the way to the end, the payoff is just... It's it's absolutely insane. It's it's incredible. Um, nice. It's really short, twenty minute episodes. I think there's probably ten episodes a season, and yeah, it's just a really weird, really well done show. That if you like dry British humor, you will love the hell out of this show. So, and I think nice. you can find it. Uh, actually, I think you have to rent it now. It used to be on Netflix. It might come back, but it's it's if if you like that type of thing, I, I would say it's worth finding. Re- yeah, reach. Uh, yeah, try and try and find it. It's it's a fun it's a nice. fun watch. Um, so what do you got, Willis? Uh, mine is something that just came out uh, a couple uh, last week, I want to say, uh, oh. that I have already watched all of. Um, and it's a show on Netflix called Murderville. Yes. Um, which is absolutely hilarious. So basically, <laughs> it's uh, also Will Arnett. Yeah, um, through line. But <laughs> he's basically a homicide detective that has a new partner every week uh the gag of it is though the new partner is a famous person who has no script for what's going on and basically improvs their way through the whole story and then gets to pick who they think the uh, the killer is at the end it's and so it's good. hilarious i mean the guests you're looking at are like um conan o'brien's on it marshawn lynch camille nanjiani's in it um and Ken Jong's in it. <laughs> Ken Jong, yeah. It's like, and it's just absolutely hilarious. It, really easy watch. It goes by so fast. And the thing that I'm really excited for is like, this is like a season one of this. And it's like, there is such comedy to be unlocked here. Like, it's kind of like, they're like, okay, like, let's structure this and see how it is. And like, we'll yeah. figure something out. Like, especially with Will Arnett and some of the people that they bring on. I'm like, the second season of this is going to be amazing. Like, and they can just like, especially when it's going to be Sharon Stone's in it too. That's the other. Oh, that's right. Sharon remember. Stone. Yeah. Annie Murphy um, too. Who was in shit. Yeah. Yeah. Annie Murphy. Um, yeah. So, so absolutely amazing. Loved it. Like burned through the whole season. I think it's six episodes burned through it all in yeah. like a night. Um, it's so good. It's <laughs> Conan's so is like, um, Conan's is amazing. And it's actually also fun. Cause it's like a laundry list of other, famous actors that you like you recognize mm-hmm. from various sitcoms and whatnot that it's yeah. like they're playing the the would-be murder suspects um yeah so yeah murderville <laughs> on netflix absolutely go watch it right now hysterical <laughs> the marshawn lynch one especially is absolutely hilarious. oh my god he's like man he is really yeah. good at like everything like <laughs> yeah um cool all right wow let's bring it home we've been talking for a hot hot minute here now definitely josh uh let's bring it home where can people find you on the internet um people can find me on the internet on instagram at josh j fuller on twitter at josh fuller 33 fuller is spelled with no e you can also find me and everything that i watch movie wise on letterboxd as well at josh fuller and where can people find you willis 
Uh, you can find me on the internet, on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Letterbox at Willis Film. Uh, and if you want to find the podcast, you can find us on Instagram at Pixel Splitters. You can find us on Twitter at Pixel Split Pod. And you can find all of our recommendations, top fives, et cetera, et cetera, at Pixel Splitters on Letterbox. And we'll have to put the TV on there. True. You put TV on Letterbox, right? it depends like some shows are considered movies like loki is on there mm. but like some of them aren't so it all depends i think there's gonna yeah. be a tv show service like that. letterbox yeah yeah we'll, we'll figure it out there should we'll be. do some research let's, let's start it yeah <laughs> yeah um cool all right yeah. man well that was quite the list um yeah we have so much tv to watch in in the next two months <laughs> i know absolutely yeah i did truly since it's only between now and march like it's yeah. going to be a it's going to be a one hell of a ride so i'm excited yeah <laughs> cool all right man well let's well I, yeah here we go we're just chatting again there um, it is so let's just end the podcast uh, <laughs> yeah and i will talk to you next week yes me i will talk to you as well next week and uh, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> thanks for listening everybody thanks for listening everybody we'll uh we'll talk to you next week as well 